This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Hey folks, this is your friend Dennis Connor coming to you from the Specialty Produce Network. So as we head into what is going to be the most exciting last uh, couple of days of the 35th America's Cup, certainly to be the last weekend, and uh, people were wondering uh, what will happen here after Oracle's had a week off to change their boat. Obviously, they were a bit slow, and uh, when you're slow, you make some mistakes, and uh, certainly uh, James Spittle made some. So with a faster boat, we expect him to uh, sail better, and we're all looking forward to see what, what's going to happen out here on the race course. So here we go with the race five on Saturday, June 24th. And uh, what we see here is that we see uh, Oracle win the start. Can you imagine? They've lost every start so far. But Oracle wins the start by, by three seconds. They get to mark one, five seconds ahead, go down the uh, reach, and they they look to be a little faster, a little faster. So the big question is, what about these uh, changes? Well, the changes seem to be in the foils. Of course, we all know it's the boards and the foils. And it looks to me like that uh, Oracle, with their light air foils, has uh, definitely sped up. They they definitely look competitive. So as uh, we go around gate uh, two, Oracle extends uh, five second lead. We know one boat length. Per second, so that's five boat lengths. And uh, upwind, headed up to Mark Three. Oracle's faster again. They're extending. Oh, my gosh. What a turnaround. People are just unbelievable. They just cannot believe this. So um, we see Oracle lead around the Mark Three, and um, headed down to Mark Four. Guess what? Disaster strikes. Oracle, of all things, downwind. They overstand the lured mark. That's Kiwi jive inside, and uh, Kiwis pass. And they they uh, make a good cover, cover uh, ahead, extend. But uh, Oracle passes them back, and they, they win the race by 11 seconds. So Oracle, huge, huge change in things. Oracle... Uh, actually winning the race. What a turnaround. What a turnaround. So there's race six. We're going to be definitely headed into Monday because now with the score of, of uh, four to one, there's no way for the Kiwis to get to uh, race uh, seven. So what about the uh, other race on Saturday? Well, we see what looks to me like Oracle in a great place to win the start. Oh, my gosh, over the line early. No way. James Spinnell, what are you thinking? Well, this is not like a normal race where if you're over the line, you have to turn around or uh, you're disqualified and 
do a 360 in the America's Cup. If you're over the line early when you commit a foul, all you have to do is drop back two boat lengths. So Oracle uh, just sloughs up a little bit, lets, lets the uh, Kiwis get ahead, get to the first mark by three seconds. They're faster speed. They're holding on down the reach. And uh, it, guess what? They pass again on the second beat. Fast. Fast. But the uh, they commit an unforced uh, error on a dial down. The Kiwis uh, coming on starboard, Oracle on port. Kiwi, the Kiwis uh, dial down, classic match race move. And uh, James Biddle doesn't stay out of the way, gets the penalty. So they go from a, in the lead to behind. Oh, my gosh, they must be devastated. Oracle, uh, you can just see it in their faces. And uh, New Zealand goes on to uh, a 20-second lead at the uh, mark four, three, extend 60 seconds, and win the race by 102. So now score four to one, headed into the Sunday's racing. What will happen now? Well, we know one thing. We're going to Monday, as we just said. And... Uh, so here we go. The same looks like carbon co- uh, copy uh, of all the w- the winds seem to be all the same, basically from the south, uh, southwest, uh, eight to twelve knots, and here we are again Sunday, the same situation, and uh, again, the uh, Oracle wins the start by three seconds, and uh, they're they're fast uh, downwind as well, but. Uh, the uh, New Zealanders pass on the uh, uh, pass them when they make a uh, jibe set at the leeward mark, mark two. So mark, uh, New Zealand heads to the left side and uh, ends up being pretty good over there, and they're five seconds uh, ahead. But uh, Oracle uh, uh, ca- catches up and. Uh, they're they're uh, looking pretty fast upwind, but the first race here uh, the the Kiwis managed to cover this time. Yesterday, when they had that race that the Oracle won, basically the Kiwis lost because they didn't cover upwind. They got a little cocky and let uh, uh, James Spittle get off to the uh, huge slit. But today they're covering much tighter, much 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 tighter covering today. So the uh, Kiwis. Uh, Five seconds uh, lead at the Leward Mark II turns into a 32-second lead at the top. The uh, New, Z- the New Zealanders give a bit away on a bad jibe, but they're still 25 seconds ahead at Mark Four. Extend a little bit to the top. 12 seconds, Mark 36 seconds. That's 36 boat lengths, though, folks. Still quite a long way, even though it can evaporate fast at 40 knots. And uh, they, they come down in. Oops. Oh, they just messed up their jibe going to the uh, final jibe into the finish. And here comes the here comes the uh, Oracle Team USA. Wow, Kiwis win 12 seconds. It's only 12 boat lengths down from 36. So still signs of life from our friends at uh, at uh, Oracle Team USA, but it's not not looking uh, too special with a score 5 to 1 now. So one more race. The uh, uh, team New Zealand this time finally gets a uh, decent start. They they win the start by f- five seconds by coming in and hooking James Spittle underneath. 
coming in at 12, 14 knots faster. They get their bow underneath the Oracle Team USA. Luff, Spittle has to uh, respond. Slow, 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 slow. They both boats get down to five, six knots, but uh, the Team New Zealand boat is in a better attitude to accelerate, which they do. Win the start by five seconds. 12 seconds at the first mark. This race is over, folks. Imagine a 12-second lead at the mark run. It only takes a minute to get there. But uh, the uh, U.S. is showing uh, showing amazingly good speed. They catch up on the reach. They hold on on the beat. Uh, hold on on the run. Hold on the next beat. Only 37 seconds in it. But uh, time is running out quickly. And on the run, uh, Team New Zealand ahead, 44 seconds, 44 boat lengths. And now, guess what? Team New Zealand wins again, scores 6-1. Things are looking pretty t- tense over there. Believe me, I know what it's like to uh, be behind. And uh, My friend, uh, my producer, Roger Harrington, he thinks that um, some of these errors are that uh, James Spittle are making because the, the boat is sl- inherently slower. But I, don't, I didn't see the, the, the boat slower. It looked to me like they're just as fast upwind and maybe a smidge slower downwind, but they're definitely capable of winning a race if they could get around the the uh, lured mark ahead and not make any errors. Come on, James, let's you can do this. So here we are, set up for a, a Monday race in uh, the same conditions, six to ten knots of wind. We know the first person to the seven races though takes the cup to New Zealand six to one. But uh, they're not feeling too comfortable, believe me. They have a little dry throat when they saw how fast that the Oracle boat was going upwind. And they know that, uh, of course, that James Spittle is capable of pulling an uh, incredible comeback after being down 8-1 to one in San Francisco and coming back to win the Cup. So they're not sleeping all that well, even though they only need one race to close this out. So what happens on Monday? Well, the same conditions, same situation. Only this time, in a uh, spirited uh, maneuvers before the start, Team New Zealand wins the start, and uh, four seconds ahead at the first mark, and extend this time. Uh, no, actually, they're behind. They're behind at the first mark. Oracle's ahead. Oracle's ahead. But, oh, no, they make a bad jive. They make a bad jive. Kiwis pass. They look a little faster to me going down this run. They look a little like they have a little bit of a boat speed edge, and that, that always makes you look good. So they're going to go around this lured mark ahead. They are going to cover, make a tight cover. Looks like they're extending upwind. No, they're not giving any quarter at all here. Uh, the lead looks to me like um, between 150, 200 meters, sometimes extending to 300 meters here, here on the reaches. But... Uh, the New Zealand team is sailing an amazingly good race, very much under control. They're looking very calm. And, I, you know, what's going to happen here? They're going to go on to win this race, and they're going to go on to win the America's Cup. Yes, they will. Yes, they will, folks. So here we go. Monday, Kiwis win. Kiwis win the America's Cup. Can you imagine? Uh, about 15 years since the event has gone to Auckland, this is going to be huge. This is going to be huge in Auckland. It's 6 in the morning there. There's not a 
not a person sleeping. They're all out, and they'll be in the streets with a big parade soon. And the, these uh, young folks are going to have their lives change. They're going to be back to. They're going to be folk heroes at twenty-five years old, and uh, they're not going to be able to buy a drink. And uh, it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful celebration for the folks at, in Auckland, and they deserve it. They did a great job in two thousand fifteen. So, as an American, stars and stripes. I am sorry to see the cup go. I love America, love the America's Cup, and certainly uh, uh, had a passion for having uh, Americans on board. The uh, Oracle team is uh, really only a team in uh, America uh, colors because of the flag of Larry Ellison, but they they don't have any Americans sailing on the boat, and really a team that's an uh, Australian-sailed boat with uh, technology worldwide and uh, available that R- Russell Coots has uh, put together. So sorry, feel sorry for Oracle, but uh, not that sorry. Uh, I, I really uh, don't represent to me uh, all, all of America like we did on Stars and Stripes. So so be it. The cup is off to Auckland. I thought it was interesting that we didn't see anything of uh, Russell at the uh, press conference or the prize giving. So as uh, I've had... Uh, had some conjecture in the past that uh, Russell's bowing out of this. I, I think that his absence uh, says a lot here in not, in not being there to congratulate the Kiwis. Not a bad sport. He's shy. He's just had enough. And I, I think we've seen the end of Russell. So what about in Auckland? What's going to happen? Well, first, the Auckland City Council, they're the all-powerful unit now. They're going to be taking over basically uh, for. Uh, for Larry Ellison, they they are going to have to defend this cup and decide where it could be defend be defended. It, don't forget, it's the uh, Emirates Team New Zealand challenge. A lot of conjecture over will this cup be going to the United Arab Emirates? Well, I'm not amongst the the, the people that think that's the case. Politically, the Emirates are having some real problems worldwide with the. Uh, purportedly sponsoring terrorism. The world wouldn't like to see the cup go there. And after all, it is Team New Zealand that won this, and I fully expect this cup to be sailed in New Zealand waters. Some people have thought of Queensland. A lot of people uh, uh, moving out of Auckland, a little crowded, uh, the infrastructure is not there with the roads, and they love Queensland. But I I just don't see this cup going anywhere but the the, – uh, st- straits out there in front of the city, and, and uh, what when? Well, it might be four, three, four years, because the structure that we saw in Auckland that they built up for the cup in uh, two thousand, that's all been commercialized. So the, that beautiful viaduct that we saw, where we had our uh, bases and our condominiums and all the hospitality, that's all built up and commercialized with condos and apartments. So. There's not, there's going to have to be a new viaduct village. Well, there's some there's some room over there in the commercial basin over by the swashbuckler and the Royal New Zealand Yacht Squadron that uh, could be uh, uh, used. And Alan Drinkrow down in the uh, eastern suburbs, he has a lot of property on the water there that that might work if they could figure out how to uh, get the boats in and out of the shallow water. So we're going to the first decision: what kind of boats and where. And they, they might go hand in hand because if you're going to use a boat that doesn't draw a lot of water like a catamaran, 
you could have them in the Hiraki Gulf right out there in the front of the Eastern Straits. But if you're going to use a more traditional boat, which I I think uh, personally I would would like to see myself uh, go back to really racing instead of just two people on the boat sailing with a uh, hydraulic pump. Uh, I'd rather see us revert to the kind of racing we enjoyed for 158 years. So I, I, I'm hoping for some sort of a modern sloop, uh, hard to sail, uh, demanding with, with the crew work, flat, a big uh, foiling uh, mainsail, uh, and uh, we'll just have to wait and see. So uh, will it be in uh, 2020, 21? And where uh, we we just talked about where, and then the big question is what kind of boats? A lot of conjecture back and forth at the yacht club tonight. What about these catamarans? What about trimarans? What about sloops? What about um, wing sails? It's going to be all very interesting for two three weeks while they sort it out. And the Challenger Record will have something to say with this. I noticed that uh, Bertarelli from Switzerland has said that he, he doesn't anticipate being the challenger of record. So that'll be Bertarelli from Prada, the uh, clothing uh, magnet, uh, obviously the challenger of record. And between the, the Prada folks, if that turns out to be true, and the Royal New Zealand Yacht Squadron, they'll determine which boats uh, to use. Then, then comes the big question of all, show me the money. The other th- thing that they could put in there that would change things is if they put a nationality rule in. The media has clamored for a nationality rule for some time. So if they put a 80% nationality rule in there, they'll leave room only for a six-man boat for one Australian. The rest will have to be Kiwis. That's really what the Kiwis would like to see. So we'll we'll just have to stand by here, check the nationality rule, check the boats, and check the venue. So we're all standing by here waiting for the big decision. And thank you so much for following our podcast. Look forward to coming to you with some more insight and pearls of knowledge. So that's it for now, folks. It's a wrap-up on the 35th America's Cup. Kiwis win 7-1. They sailed a great, great series. All the accolades in the world to the whole team. And uh, too bad for uh, James Spittle and the Oracle group. But... They're young, they'll they'll have a chance to come back. So thanks again and goodbye for now.